Hey, good bitches, and welcome to the ninth episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangihuya. And I'm Jody Clark. On this week's ep, we talk getting some money, honey. Yeah, yo. At work. Today's ep will be corporate focused, including some office room romps, so stay tuned for that. We answer a listener question and, as always, finish on our juicy confession. I'm going to call this one... A fast dinner. Oh, I like mm. that. Spicy. But Jodes, I'm so excited for you because you are off to Melbourne. I know. It's it's a much needed getaway um, with one of my besties. Cannot wait. So taking off on Friday. Um, hoping that it's not going to be cancelled because of freaking coronavirus. Ugh. I don't even want to discuss it too much on I'm this. Just, it's just everywhere. I'm so off it and I mm. want this to be an escape from that mm-hmm. Situation. Mm-hmm. So, but you're going to go for Formula One, yes? We're going to go. No, ma- no matter what happens, we're mm. going to make it an amazing weekend, a jam packed weekend of fun and festivity, mm-hmm. either way, with my girl. And also, as you know, Jules, we've been trying to suss my upcoming 30th birthday. Yes. So, Jodes and I had the longest, most intense phone conversation last night because we were just trying to sort out. How to split the fucking bill at a restaurant for a birthday party that's happening in a month's time. It fucking stresses me out. Surely this gives as much anxiety as it does to everyone else as it does us. Like, it does. Because if someone's not drinking, if there's one person that's not drinking, mm. what happens? And why is it that you always, 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 it doesn't matter that everyone says, well, I put an extra five in, I put an extra ten in. You always fall short with the bill. It's so true, isn't it? So one it? of you hoes are lying, Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> with the extra cocktail. It's bloody Stephanie with the espresso <laughs> martinis at twenty five a pop. I see you, bitch. Well, I know. And then some people are like, all right, well, I'll get. I'll clearly this is me to a T. I'll clearly get the cheapest Sav B. So let's go with a thirty eight dollar bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, fucking, you know, Beth down <laughs> down on the table um, chair nine is you know drinking the eighteen dollar. Red Bull vodkas because apparently she's going out afterwards. Exactly, and it's thirsty Tina on the ch- on the cheap bloody five dollar sads. Yeah, yeah. But more importantly, you know the question I mm. am about to ask: mm. What is happening with Date Boy from last Sunday? Okay, so that's over. <laughs> that's been cancelled. Well, I was actually like, meet me at the altar with your white dress. All right, I'll stop singing. We ain't getting no Oh, my gosh. I was ready to be like, how do I prepare for Jodie's hens? (laughs) We might as well do it. Okay, so what's happened in those those 24 hours? Well, look, I don't think he knows it yet, but he has been cancelled. I've just left him on red. What's been said? So the last he messaged me, he said that we were going to do massages this weekend. What's with guys get wanting to a massage or a hug? What the fuck is with that fuck shit? I don't want to hear it. I'm off it. And wait, so he just said um, you've had your little date, which you said yeah, was great. I was, was, actually I was cool. actually rooting for yes. it this time. So he just messaged you saying, can I have a massage? He was like, nice to meet you. Like the follow-up was, nice to meet you. I'm looking forward to my massage. Um, I don't remember promising one, but okay. Listeners, if you could see my face right now, I'm confused. Even mine I'm is shocked. like, what? I feel like we might have had a little joke about some sort of thing, maybe because I've got a massage upcoming, but I don't know what, what he's on with that. 
Um, but so I'm off it. He wanted to, so he's done the sober thing. So now he's thought, okay, now it's booty call time. Yeah, I don't. He's he's flipped the script a little bit now, and I'm just. It's I don't know. It's just coming across immature. Yeah, and also let me know what you think of this. Okay, this irks me. I don't know why this irks me so hard, but it irks me. Okay, so he has got my number. And yet he chooses, rather than opting for the number as a first port of call, he slides in the DMs. That's schoolboy. That's a schoolboy error. It's That's fucking, little boy. That's little boy shit. It's juvenile. Yeah. How old? Uh, he was like in his 30s. He's hey. 34, turning 35 this month. Well, thank I'm God. I'm like, boy. And thank God you're mature enough now to be like, no, 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 that's not a pink flag. That's a hardcore red flag. And it's funny because the stuff that I would entertain even like maybe a year or two ago, mm. now I'm just like, ugh, I'm just like my vagina has shriveled up. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking as dry as the desert. Mm-hmm. What could have been a ting mm-hmm. is now died in the ass. So if you're listening, it's over. <laughs> you're cancelled. This is your message. Soz about it. Mm, mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but I have been a little bit more um, moody lately. I've definitely been eating for two, it feels. Nothing hectic, but I'm trying to come off my pill. So I, mm. I started, I got on my pill uh, probably about two years ago. It was when I um, finished my long-term relationship and I wanted to hoe it the fuck up up mm-hmm. like everyone who I wanted to sleep with during my relationship yes that was probably a red flag don't even at me everyone who I wanted to fuck I was like man it's green it's the green light so I was really hoeing it up so I thought just to be safe I'll go on the pill apparently it's supposed to do all this shit do you believe that stuff or what, what's your take on it with the pill like does it make your skin better and like make you glow and shit I think some of them – it's hard because yeah. it's like everyone has their own different experiences. Yeah. I know that when I was on Levelin way back in the day for years and it definitely made me into a crazy bitch. Mm. I know it's hard to believe I could be more of a crazy <laughs> bitch. I know. I thought we're at max, but trust me, it gets worse, honey. Um, so that did make me, I feel like, quite moody up and down. So I definitely noticed a change a change when I got off that and onto the marina, which mm-hmm. is the IUD. Mm. I find that works better for me. Um with you that's gonna be an interesting one, Jules, because you're already the most stoic bitch I've ever met in my fucking life. It's like nothing phases you. <laughs> Maybe I'll just go completely mute. I'll just like, give everyone the eyes. The how, eyes. The if, judgmental eyes. If this is you like on the pill crazy, <laughs> then maybe you'll just stop, stop talking. Maybe you'll, you'll turn into a Buddha, move to Bali and start teaching. Because Wait, I actually did try and go vegan on, on Thursday. It lasted <laughs> until dinner time. But, hey, I, I feel like I'm almost there. Um, so the IUD, that's, is that the one in your arm? No, that's the Implanon. The IUD is inside your uterus. Okay. And it releases just a little bit of hormone. And it can basically stay up there for up to five years and then you can choose whether you want to pull it out or get a a freshie. Okay. And the benefits of that is literally just to make you not have babies. Yeah. It's like 99.9% effective or something. It's just pure contra, yeah, exception. But it's also great for women who are battling with endometriosis. Okay. A couple of my girlfriends, their doctors have 
prescribe that to them okay. to, to help with that. Um, I and don't do you know have if, to go under for it or is it just you're awake or is um, it like a pap smear? It depends on your personal vagina. Okay. Um, I've got a sports model vagina, so as a result. If you have got a porn star <laughs> pussy, I've heard it. If, I've heard it with my own ears. If you've got a porn star pussy like mine, then mm. you probably will, will have to go under to get the device put inside you. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, it's, it's a personal thing. We've all, we all come in different shapes and sizes. So yeah. there is no normal when it comes to vaginas, uh, is there? No. Like, I think you've got the sport model vagina. I've probably got the Corolla 94 <laughs> So, no, I will be being stayed awake apparently. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, okay, so stop. Sorry. I'm actually just learning with you listeners because mm-hmm. I'm so – I feel like I'm so uneducated with this whole um, female anatomy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just stops. You have it in there for about five years. Does it bring you pain? Do you get periods? I still get um, bad cramps every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was pretty hectic the first year or so, but then it sort of settled into my body. Mm-hmm. At one part, I did think I did thought think that why can't I speak today? I thought that I lost it, and they had to go up there and have a little fish around to make sure we were all good to go so it can go walk about sometimes but it's nothing to be afraid of what so it just slips it slips around or they something? just she just could not find it inside me when I was doing a pap smear um oh my gosh can I actually say a girl I know mm-hmm. like quite well she started getting wild headaches she like she didn't have what you've got sorry but she started getting like wild headaches really sick at work blah blah mm. blah for two weeks she went to the doctors. They rushed her to emergency. She had left a tampon in. Oh. And they, she reckons my. the smell of when they pulled it out oh, hell was no. like a dead person. And it was so green. Wow. I know. That is I so gnarly, that. but a fucking awesome story. I yeah, love it. same. I was like, I want to call her right now and put her on the bloody speakerphone. Um, one of the things I'm coming off the pill, though, is, and I don't know if I've changed – you know, before, Jodes, speaking on stoic, bitch, I actually don't find many people, like, crazy hot. Like, mm. I don't find really many people cool. I don't find many people attractive. All my best friends would be like, I don't even know your type, honestly. Like, I'm quiet. I, know, I feel like I know your type. Based you know my on type guys- to fuck but not my type to date. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're two very different boys. I like the ones but, you want to fuck. <laughs> they be spicy. But lately... Everywhere I am looking, I am seeing hot people everywhere. So I don't know if that's me coming off the pill. But honestly, I was just down at Woolworths near Central Station mm. and there was some hottie packing boxes. And I thought, geez, Mark, you're packing more than those boxes. I can tell you that. <laughs> so fuck, uh, maybe it's just this new, new, um, new lease on life. I love it. Maybe you've got the extra horns, babe. That's normal too. Sometimes you do get, you know, horny with yeah. these changes. I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Completely normal. All right, my love. Look, on that mm-hmm. on that very spicy note, we need to go to break. But before we do, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Apple, Acast, we are everywhere. How to be a good bitch. And follow us on Insta at Good Be Podcast. We'll be right back after this. All right, guys, we are back. Yay! And you know what? Hold up. 
Before we go into the main topic, I just have to let the listeners know, one day we will get a camera in here to show you guys what the fuck goes on during the breaks. We fucking need one. So I said to Jodie, I pulled her in line. I said, mate, get your fucking mic near your mouth. (laughs) I said, just just use it like an ice cream. And then we both looked at each other. We're like, honestly, babe, just use it like you're about to suck dick. And boy, did she put that thing in the right place. (laughs) Quick smart. The technique is just A1 now. (laughs) Okay. Main topic. On the back of International Women's Day, I was so inspired by a couple of stats I heard. Mm. They're quite shocking and I just knew I had to share them with yourself, Jodes, with yep. our listeners, the two most important people in my life. Oh, you're sweet. That is. <laughs> That's beautiful. Can I tell can I, Jody? Yeah. Did you know that men apply for a job when they meet only 60% of the qualifications, but women apply only if they meet 100% of them. Doesn't surprise me. Wild. Not one second. I'll hit you with the second one, which will blow you over. There are more CEOs named Andrew than there are females in Australia, female CEOs in Australia. Wow. So there's 5% of Australian CEOs are females and 7% are Andrews. Wow. Well, I've got a next name, Andrew. And he's his CEO? Not yet, but he's no. – he's, <laughs> You're he's, like, oh, actually, he actually fucking might be. You know what? He's on the way to yeah. being one. He's a pretty successful guy. So I really wanted to talk about, like, how can we educate our listeners to mm. perhaps, you know, be in a better position, maybe ask for more money. Before we get into this, yes. we should say – Jones and I are not up in our fucking ivory tower looking down. No, we're not. In no way in hell are we actually where we think we should be in life and that's going to be a whole other episode. Yes. But we both do work full, full full-time and Mm full-on corporate jobs Mm -hmm. and we both have been able to climb the ladder Mm -hmm. um, here in Sydney. Yes. So we did think that we had a couple of tips we wanted to share with you. Jones, why don't you start off with where you're at? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I know that you've, yeah, you've changed careers. Yes. Well, I was working previously in I feel like I've had so I feel like I've had lifetimes in terms of my job changes. I've had so many different jobs, but each move has proved very valuable. Mm-hmm. Um and I definitely made moves for very valid reasons Great. each time. Um back end of last year I left um a job in media production. And I actually jumped ship to a completely new industry, which I'm now still in and really loving, which is completely different. Um, Previously, I was in media. I'm now in property. And I'm loving it. Well, I guess you could say property and construction, Mm -hmm. property Mm -hmm. development, Mm -hmm. without saying too much. And I got into the company I'm now in. I got my foot in the door through a contract, which was just meant to be sort of an in-between jobs, feel her out, see if I liked it. And I didn't enjoy the contract. Mm-hmm. I thought that I lowballed myself. I was overworked. I ended up doing way more than I signed up for. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of valuable learnings mm-hmm. that came out of that. And this year I managed to negotiate a 40K pay rise. Yes. Yes. And this was even, this was more money than even the recruiter thought I was going to get. Like Mm -hmm. she was shocked when I told her what I managed to get. And then I even had 
the I'm not going to say even the audacity. No, it's your God-given the right. The goddamn right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to go back again and ask for super on top of what was already mm-hmm. a very good salary for someone of my would you say level or my years of experience? Years of experience. You know how they say if you've been doing this for five years, if you're doing this for 10 years, you should command that. Yeah. I personally think that is fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. Same. Don't let society or media, or sorry, industry standards. Mm -hmm. So your industry standard for whatever your, you know, career is, your industry is, don't let that particular standard dictate your check Mm -hmm. because companies will always lowball you. And why should I let a certain set of criteria based on what's always been done tell me what I'm worth? Mm -hmm. Okay? We are are human capital. We spend our lives at work. We spend more time at work than we do with our friends and family. So Mm -hmm. who am I to not ask for the absolute maximum that I can? Yeah. And how are you, just for our GBs, mm-hmm. how are you asking this? Are you, are you putting, you know, you um, crossing your arms being like, no, I want more? What, what are you saying? Absolutely not. I'm saying um, in order for me to justify the commitment and justify what, I bring, what I'm prepared to bring to the table, the mm-hmm. value that I'm going to bring to this business, what I'm going to add to this team, this is what I need, this is mm-hmm. what I'm asking for, mm-hmm. um, consider it and let me know. You don't have to be aggressive about it. Yeah. You're just saying plain and simple, here's what I'm worth mm-hmm. um, and let me know how you feel about that. Yeah. And I always ask for... You always go, and I guess because my background sales as well, which helps me a little bit, I always go in for the absolute max and I use that as a starting point for negotiation. Don't lowball yourself. Start God, high because no. you can always come down. Yeah, and I think as females we naturally doubt ourselves or we naturally think we're an inconvenience. Yeah. So we're not even thinking, like, if you were to do the profit and loss statement for the uh, for the company, I'm sure you'd be shook at how much they make. So that mm-hmm. piddly, I'm using air quotes because mm-hmm. it's not, that piddly 10Ks to you could be life-changing. But to them it's literally not even a fucking, not even a drop. I'm telling you it's fucking nothing. Mm. You don't ask, you don't get. And I guess, yeah, as you, as you just touched on, Jules, a lot of women think that, you know, they're rude mm. or they're seen to be, oh, I'm taking the piss or I won't get that or, mm. you know, I might ruin my, trust me, if they want you, they will give you what you want, unless mm-hmm. you're absolutely taking the piss. But yeah. I mean, use common sense. Ask around. Ask your trusted peers. Do a bit of research. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. You know. Look, I have to be very careful because yes. I am still very much with my employer. Yes. And hey, I do like an income because it helps us make this podcast and absolutely. helps my life go round. Um, but yes, I agree with everything Joe's has said. Um, I'm also, I know, with me, I'm sort of at that age where I really need to or I feel pressured that I need to decide what the fuck I want to do so that they better step the fuck up. Like they mm. better bring me offers that yes, is more queen. so that is more so career, not job. Yes. You know? Um, but yeah, without giving too much away, I am always the youngest at the table by far mm-hmm. and have been for for years now, for a, a couple, probably two or three years whilst I've been in this role, um, in a very testosterone field industry absolutely um same with me we both work yeah, very male very dominated, male dominated. industries yeah so some things i do so i know that jodes um has said what she asked for so i want to tell her this is what i actually physically do mm-hmm. so before i go into 
our meeting, whether it's in the bathroom or God, even in the bathroom stall, I actually do what I what I call a power pose. So you stand oh. up with your feet shoulder width apart and your hands here, and you just you kind of I stand there for about fifteen seconds. I'm actually sure that there's like a you're supposed to do it for like forty five. Mm-hmm. I stand there, so I want to take up as much space and feel as much confident as confident as I can. I love that. Yeah. So it's called the power pose. I'm mm-hmm. sure we could look it up and, you know, tell, tell you more facts about it. Um, and then before I go in and actually during the meeting, what I do, I peacock. So mm. I actually put my chest out, I lower my shoulders and I try and take up as much space on the table as I can. Yes. So I don't want to be small. I want no. to be big and I want to, and I am, I'm actually probably taller than most of those guys anyway, but it's about that feeling big, being mm. bigger. I'm important and my voice is important and I will have a spot at this table. Thank Absolutely. you very much. Um, uh, but yeah, every, every, uh, what's it called? Meet, like what's those six month meetings called? <laughs> every. Um, biannual? Yes. Yeah, sort of. Like I biannual always, meeting? Yep. Yeah, I always ask for more money. Yeah. Um, even if I'm like, oh, look, probably haven't done. Always a, ask a, a, for I probably more. haven't done, you know, as well as I thought I would. Regardless, I always ask for money because you would be shocked at how many times they're like, uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I always ask for a higher travel allowance, especially mm. here in Sydney where the median room price is $300. I think that's even cheap these mm. days. That's reasonable. Yeah. Uh, so in order for me to get there by, by 9 a.m., I have to live in the surrounding suburbs. I, yeah. I absolutely have to. Um just another quick tip that mm. um, I was helping my girlfriend out um, who's asking for a raise, which is obviously a complete other thing, Yes, um, is I said write down on your job description everything you now do that it wasn't in your original job description. Yes. So if you're now doing the social media and we all know we've all and we all probably do it still, you know, all those yes. little things that you're like, oh, I didn't realise I was taking the trash out every Tuesday. Thanks fucking, you know, Thanks company. Thanks fucking Nigel. So just writing everything you now do. And, you know, what salary should reflect that. That's a great tip. But, hey, it's all sounding very um, oh, very professional and very corporate. We do want to uh, bring back our segment, When Good Bitches Go Bad, the corporate edition. <laughs> so <laughs> Jones and I didn't realise how much we've been acting up at work. Um, Jones, why don't you tell us your little, your little story? Okay. This was back in my media days. I was working for, again, we don't name names, <laughs> a, ha- a, a household media name. There's no way that you would have not heard of this company. Okay. And I was working there. It was like my first big kind of like little media job in mm. Sydney. I'd moved over from New Zealand. It was big tings, big mm. tings. I was 23. And there was a guy in my team who was a lot more senior than me, mm-hmm. older than me. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know what it's like when you're young and you're very easily impressed. It's the magpie with shiny things. I was, I was the magpie. He was the shiny thing. <laughs> and he was like suited and booted and I just thought he was the shit. And anyway, he wooed me and we ended up hooking up at a company event. Like at on the grounds? 
Yeah, like it was like a, you know how they do like the big kind of companies they do like a Christmas event. Yeah, yeah. And they have like performers. I think we had like Samantha Jade or someone. Oh, you're a big company. She goes off. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shout out to Samantha Jade. She is my favorite Australian singer. I'm a low key obsessed with her for real. So was this a Christmas party? Yeah, it was like a Christmas function mm-hmm. to my memory, and we had like Samantha Jade singing. Um, there was like another. Aussie boy band there. Look, so they had budget is what you're saying. Mate, they had that budget, <laughs> you'll know. So you um, had a romp, hey? We had a, like, pash in the dark and he – okay, so this is where it got weird. So he ended up having a girlfriend. Don't they all? How old was this guy? The How fucking, much older? Was he, like, 20 years the older? The fucking audacity of it all. So he would have been in his early 30s, I think. Oh, not that old. Not that old. But when you're tw- – think about what it's like mentality when you're 23. Mm, you think they're so cool you when you're that age. You think they're so cool and, and so, just, like, mature and, yeah. like, professional when really they're just little boys in a suit. Actual babies wearing like, ties. for real. <laughs> And he ended up being just like low-key obsessed. He still had the girlfriend. I was off it. Um, and then, fa- I mean, the story just teeters out from there because yeah. I'm a girl's girl, as you know. Mm-hmm. I was not about to mess with some guy with a chick. And then it was weird because we were together. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's not mm-hmm. a ting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, fast forward to actually recent, as recently as this year, no joke, he since married the girl – He's got his wedding photos all over Facebook. Oh, I bet Facebook. you that's such a happy marriage. Um, wait for it. When I was at my nana's over frickin' Jan, like summer period, he was calling me and leaving me text messages and I got went onto his Facebook to have a stalk, having not replied, being like, what the fuck, I haven't talked to this guy in like a year. And he'd literally just gotten married. Like he's a newlywed. I 100% reckon Reckon he listens to this. Like, if he's what obsessed the fuck? with you, he'll definitely If you're listen listening, this. you're a fuckwit. Fuckhead. Delete my mm. number. No, actually, he's not listening. You know why, Jules? Because he's since blocked me on Instagram. Oh, why? Because you're such a hoe re- reaching out to him. No, I think it would have been his own guilt because he mm. feels like a total mm. fuckboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But that was like probably my number one kind of like work romp story that comes to mind. Yeah. Well, I. Kind of similar, but um, I went to a Friday meeting. It was like one of those um, – actually, why was it a Friday meeting? Anyway, there was a Friday meeting, but it was off-site. But it was a legit meeting. It wasn't a party or anything. So I I go – me in my work gear, I look like a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> I look like I'm very professional. Um, I actually wear very minimum makeup, so just like moisture, I think tinted moisturiser and that's it. Yeah. Hair in a slick bun. Mary removalist, you know the drill. Um, <laughs> Mary so removalist. I go and, I, you know, I'm just talking and I'm talking to this guy and he is a model, like so hot. You know the, you know those geeky guys that don't know how fucking hot they are? Oh, You wow. know the ones that are like geeky but Was he chiseled. tall and skinny because we know about dim, dim types? No, he should have because he had the dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm talking to this guy and after a while I'm like, wait. I think he's fucking flirting with me. Oh. Surely not. Not the way I dress now. I've got my pedal pushes on. Like <laughs> I just look so bad. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Anyway, obviously he asked me what we're doing after this. Oh. And if like, you know, if there was a bar or anything and I just said, well, um, you know, my housemates are having drinks. You can come back to my house. 
I am wet at this stage. I'm fucking wet. It's 4 p.m. on a Friday. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm good to go. So he goes, yeah, let's just go back to your house. So we Uber back to my house. We have probably a half of wine with the housemates that go straight up to the bedroom. We have the best sex of my life. Oh, my God. So as he, we're like fucking, he's holding my shelves and he breaks both my shelves because he's so strong. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God, I miss him. And he got a fucking girlfriend. <laughs> um, and then another little thing, me and my ex used to have um, sex in his um, like in the boardroom of his company when it was like a busy day because they had tinted windows. Oh, those glass, the, you know, those not tinted. Like, like the, the frosted. frosted. Yes, frosted. They had frosted windows so he'd go in there and I'd, I'd like act like I'm delivering his lunch and he'd close the door <laughs> and, yeah, we'd do doggy on the boardroom. I love it. So spicy. Oh, my goodness. But, hey, let's go to break. Let's go to break. Um, but, look, let's make sure our good bitches have rated us five stars on Apple Podcasts by searching how to be a good bitch. What I've actually realised the best way for us to come up, Jules, is mm. they have to put in how to be a good – if you just put in how to be a good bee, it's pretty much like the, the rest first – like there. the rest yeah, comes great. up. Because reminder that that's got stars on the INT – Mm-hmm. On the INT and the bitch because motherfuckers be triggered. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then make sure you follow our Instagram at Good B B for Banana because we love the D podcast. That's at Good B podcast, and we want to hear from you, bitches. Okay. Thanks. All right, bitches, we're back from break, and it is time for our listener question. Hey. All right, Jules, I'm going to go ahead with this one now. Please. I'm going to read this verbatim. I'm going to read it as if I just feel like this is how I would read it in my soul. This is how she sounds. This is how she sounds because she's my friend. Good bitches, I need your help. Fuck. I've developed strong feelings for my boss and I know he feels the same way. He's single and I'm single, but he's also my direct report. What do I do? Wow. I felt like I was in Dante's Cove for a second there. <laughs> you did that too well. Look, I'm just reading what she's wow. written, honey. All right. Okay. Days of our lives. So let's <laughs> calm down and get on with the list of the question. Um, bad idea. No, not good for you. Stoic bitch says no. <laughs> Do not me do not pass go. Me coming off the pill. No. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Do not fuck uh, your boss. I've done strong feelings for my boss, and I know he feels the same way. He's single, and I'm single, but he's also my direct report. Mm. <sighs> look, look, Jules. It's not like it's never been done before. Mm. But my personal opinion is, unless you know that this is like the one. Like you're going to marry him, have his babies, you're prepared to exit the company, right? Like you're going to leave your job Mm. and find another job so you can be with this person. It's a hot mess, right? Even then, the risk is not – is too big for the rewards. Like Mm. even then, like – so what, she gets married? To, nah, uh, (laughs) that's a whole other thing. I'm like, what, she gets married and that's it? Nah, I just feel it's too risky. You better make sure that he feels the same way. He could mm. be telling you one thing and it's a whole different, like, I yeah. ask him, you know what? Straight ask up. him if he would leave the job as well. Because that, wow. if he says, if immediately he goes, no, then there's your answer. There's your answer. 
And I feel like, and especially there's a power imbalance there as, as well. I was going to bring that up too. Yes, that she needs to take in consideration. Okay. So if he's your direct report, there is a, a power imbalance. Like ultimately if some shit goes down, mm. you are the one in the vulnerable position, honey. He's not. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. I've witnessed it first fucking hand mm. working in different corporates. If shit goes down, your ass is grass. He's not going to protect you. He's, you know, God, he's, no. he's going to save his own ass. Yeah. Uh, and also let's like, I'm not too sure of your um, structure or work mm. model, but let's make sure HR don't catch word because you're both out. Like yeah. they don't fuck with that shit. Unless, they don't. unless it's one of those companies that seem to be really cool with it. They, it's either one or the other. I yeah. know personally for my company, you'd both be out for sure. We can't because you're, he's your direct report. Yeah, like, I think so. It's yeah, out. I think I'd get into shit too. So I think that's out uh, the mo- like I- I'm off. I'm off it. So our advice is no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I mean, let, maybe you should have asked uh, me like next week when I'm not as stoic. But it is a hard no. I feel like even Buddha Jules would say a hard no. Yeah, but she'd be like. No, I just no think child. I understand what you're feeling. No, follow nope, your nope, heart nope. and follow the snow. <laughs> All right, I want to get it. So I hope that helps you, listener. I'm sorry, I just want to really get yeah. into this confession. Jodes, once again, completely anonymous. Jodes doesn't know who the fuck this is, what no. I'm about to say, etc. Zero idea. So what did I call this? I called this uh, a quick dinner. Okay, mm, I love that. So. Listener says, I'm just going to read it word for word so I hope it makes sense because sometimes when people type it to me, when I say it, I stumble a lot and et cetera, so excuse me. Girls, I've got a story for you that seems fake or out of a movie scene, but I swear on my life it's true. It was a Friday night in Sydney and me and my best girlfriend were catching up over dinner at a cute Chinese restaurant in the city. Mm. We get seated at a two-person table So she's facing the wall and I'm facing the other tables in brackets. This is important to remember. So they're facing each other. So they're facing each other but the the friend is facing the wall and she's facing like the open restaurant. You know how you have those options? Yes. Yeah. So the friend can't see shit and she's like looking at everyone. I'm visualising in my brain. Whilst we're waiting for our wine, a couple in bracket, like she uses the – air quotes, a couple are sat directly in front of us so the guy is facing me and the girl is facing the rest of the restaurant. So they're just sitting next to them, I guess, but kind of. Behind them Yeah, Yeah. behind them, yep. Anyway, as the night goes on, I can feel this guy's eyes just staring at me. (gasps) Every time I look up, he's already looking at me and slowly but surely by the time we've finished entrees he's full blown biting his lip and winking at me oh my exclamation, god exclamation note he does this every time she's looking away or down at the menu i was so torn this guy is seriously hot but he's clearly on a date question mark anyway I excuse myself and head to the bathroom and as i'm washing my hands i look up to see the guy in the reflection behind me he presses himself into me and we start full-blown hooking up and I mean going for it. What? <laughs> he has me up against a bathroom stall, pulls my knickers to the side and quickly puts it in. What? <laughs> it doesn't go for long, just a couple of pumps. <laughs> we tear apart from each other and quickly fix up our clothes and I fix my hair. We walk out at staggered times, sit down at our different tables 
and go on with our meals like nothing had happened. <laughs> I never saw him again. <laughs> I don't want to spike the mic, but I want to scream. That is that is not a real story. Le- legit. You were you were masturbating down. and you <laughs> fucking fiction that out. When when she wrote this to me, I was like, that's disgusting. Where is this restaurant? And what street? <laughs> That is foul. And what is the address? Of the, <laughs> what time did you go? What day of the week? Oh, my gosh. So I love it. That brings us to another end, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back again next Tuesday morning, wherever you get your podcast. Please follow us, talk to us at Good Podcast on the gram. Yes. Leave us some written love as always. Uh, we love hearing from you and we shall see you next week. Thank you so much. Love you, bitches. Bye. Bye.